We start hour number three by welcoming in the head football coach at Tulane. They are having another big, big year. He is in his eighth season there. He was named the AAC Coach of the Year after Tulane won its first AAC conference title, finishing with 12 wins last year. They've got it going again this season. 9-1 overall, 6-0 conference play. They've won eight straight. They're ranked number 24 in the college football playoff rankings. We are joined right now by head coach Willie Fritz. Willie, it's always great to talk to you. How you doing, coach? I'm doing good. It's an honor to be on your show. Well, it's always good to have you on the show. Good to have you back. Thanks so much. Listen, let me ask you about your win over Tulsa. I thought that was big on number of levels, 24-22. It extended your winning streak, as I mentioned, to eight in a row. It gave the program its 21st win over the last 24 games. Let me ask you, what was your biggest takeaway from that game? And then how do you feel about this group overall midway through November? Well, we we feel good about the group. You know, it's kind of getting into a little bit of a war of attrition when you uh... – you know, you get into the end of the season and we're, we're, we're beat up a little bit like everybody is across America and, you know, finding out a little bit more about ourselves. Guys who maybe didn't play much early in the season are starting to play right now. The, the guy that you showed that you showed the highlight on the kickoff return, Shedro Lewis hadn't played much this year and he had a big kickoff return for a touchdown and about seven or eight carries. So, you find out a little bit more about yourself later in the year. Willie Fritz is joining us. Once again, I love you referencing the video. Well played, Coach. You know, I mentioned 21 wins in 24 games, and the reason that's significant is that is third nationally. It's behind only Georgia and Michigan. You're tied with Ohio State. Given how hard you've worked to transform this program, how does it feel to have truly established a new standard there and be mentioned right alongside some of the real blue bloods of that sport? Well, you know, we're, we're trying to just continue to keep this going and playing at a high level and accomplish things that Tulane have, hasn't done in a long time. Uh, we started the season at 6-1, and one, and the last time they started two years in a row, 6-1 was 1931 and 1932, a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know, so we're, we're one to it'll be a program that people talk about, you know, year after year after year. And and uh, the only way to do that is, you know, we got to continue to have a great season and make sure we – you know, follow our slogan, which is one and oh, which we've always done. And, uh, and the kids understand that uh, it's going to all go away in a hurry if uh, we don't put everything into it each and every week. And Will, you and I are talking on a national platform right now. So when you talk about you want to have a program that people talk about, clearly people are talking about you nationally. For instance, you had that huge season last year, and you had the Cotton Bowl win over USC. So I think that helped change the national profile of that program. I'm curious, can you drill down a little bit to the local level? How much more buzz and juice do you feel in New Orleans when the green wave hits the turf now? What's it all like now? Big time. Uh, I just spoke at an event yesterday, and you know, a bunch of other people are speaking as well, the Saints and some other colleges from around the area. And, you know, they're following us. We're getting great crowds. We've had three sellouts so far this season. Uh, you know, people are enjoying coming to our, our great stadium, Yeoman Stadium, located here on campus. Uh, you know, so we, we uh, you know, talk about ourselves as uh, New Orleans' college football team. And, and uh, New Orleans has been looking for Tulane to – to have success, and they're they're coming out in droves to watch us play. Tulane head football coach Willie Fritz is joining us. It's an exciting product. You know, when you and I spoke in August, it was clear how much you appreciated the stability and the consistency that junior quarterback Michael Pratt brought to your offense. For those who don't know or remember, he didn't even play organized football until the ninth grade. 
What stands out to, your, to you about his play this year where he's thrown 16 more TDs, only four interceptions, and this was after being sidelined earlier with that knee injury? Yeah, I think he missed three full games for us and uh, has come back. He's just a really intelligent football player, excellent athlete. You know, he's 6'3", 215, uh, great speed, uh, just really smart. This is the first time, and he only started playing, as you mentioned, when he's a freshman in high school. But this is the first time he's had the same offensive coordinator two years in a row. You know, so he really understands the game, and and I think that's helped him this season, you know, with his uh, unbelievable completion percentage and and just knowing, you know, you know, football's become a very complex game, and he really does a great job of getting us into good plays and getting us out of bad plays, and uh, that's a tribute to his intelligence. I would imagine also it never hurts when you've got a guy behind him like Makai Hughes, who's ripped off six straight 100-yard rushing games. He becomes only the eighth player in program history to go over the 1,000-yard mark in a season. Has he even surpassed your expectations as a redshirt freshman who missed last season due to injury? Yeah, he really has. You know, one of the big question marks for us was losing Tajay Spears, who, you know, rushed for 1,600 yards. He's, you know, he's a stud for the Tennessee Titans now, and we didn't know how we were going to replace him. We had four or five backs and kind of competed early in the season, and then Makai just kind of has taken over. He's uh, He's got over 1,000 yards. I don't know the exact statistics, but I think four or five of them are 100 yards or after contact. You know, he's always falling forward. It's hard for one guy to get him down. He's got a great stiff arm, uses his off arm as a weapon. Really smart guy. Last week, we, you know, he had a run and we we put a little tag on the, the play that if you get out in the open, you get a first down, you need to to get down. And and uh, he understood that. He got about a 20, 25-yard gain, got down. We were able to take a couple of knees and end the game. So he, he's just improving his game in all facets as a, as a pass protector, which – Sometimes running backs think that's a little optional. He's not one of those kind of guys. He gets right in the middle of linebackers, defensive ends when he needs to block them. He's catching the ball well, and he doesn't make any mistakes. Uh, I think he's had one bust for the season, you know, so really smart football player just like Michael. As a young guy, too, Willie Fritz is joining us. Hey, Willie, before you go, a couple of things. Let me get your defense a little bit of shine, right? The defense is allowing under 20 points a game under your new D coordinator, Shield Wood. What do you make of the job that he's done and the way your guys have responded to him and his scheme? You know, we're playing a lot of new guys over on the defensive side of the ball, and, and Shield has implemented a new scheme for us. We went through that in the summer, and then, you know, obviously preseason camp this whole season. Uh, just does an excellent job. Does a super job, you know, coaching something that I think gets overlooked a lot, and that's tackling. <laughs> we're, we're really specific in how we want our guys to tackle, and I think we're a pretty darn good tackling team. And and then uh, does a great job of mixing up what he's doing. Just like we talked about how uh, complex offenses are nowadays, you got to match that complexity on the defensive side of the ball as well. And Shield and the defensive coaches have done an excellent job making it simple for our kids, but, you know, making it something that's uh, uh, complicated for our opponents to be able to to uh, go up against each week. Well, I wonder, I understood what you said earlier when you said, hey, listen, our, our model around here is 1-0, 1-0. I know you want to be where your feet are. I know you want to stay grounded. I get this. I understand Florida Atlantic's coming up, and that's where your focus is. Like, I understand all that, but I'm going to ask you this anyway. Have you had any discussions with your players and the staff about what the future might look like with the expanded 12-team playoff format next season and what that might mean to Tulane? No, we haven't. You know, I... I 
you know, it gives all, all the, you know, whatever, whatever they want to call us, the group of five or whatever. I don't like using that word, but uh, it gives everybody a shot now. And, and we feel like, you know, we can we can play with teams across the country. And there's a lot of teams that are in the so-called group of five that uh, can play with teams across the country as well. And I know all of us uh, are looking for that opportunity. And I'm glad they did expand it from uh, four to 12. Agreed. And I know you belong in that group, and I know you can play with those teams. Let me ask you finally, and you've been a great sport. You're going to be in Boca Raton, Florida on Saturday to take on Florida Atlantic. That's team led by Tom Herman. What stands out to you on the tape about the job that Tom has done with that offense as the first-year head coach? What kind of challenges are you expecting? Well, you know, Tom does a fantastic job. Him and I both were at Sam Houston State University. One of our mentors mentors is a guy named Ron Randleman, so I know Tom very well. And you know, the thing that I, I think Tom has, has done a super job is taking advantage of the, the skill set of his athletes. He's got a receiver who's, I think, got 126 targets so far this year, 90-some-odd catches, and he puts them all over the place. It's kind of like a game of where's Waldo trying to see where he's at on each play. Sometimes he's in the slot. Sometimes he's out wide. Sometimes he's in the backfield. And then really doing a good job defensively of creating a bunch of minus plays. I think they're seventh in the country and tackles for loss and sacks. So we're going to have to be on top of our game against these guys this weekend. Will, you're on it. 9-1 overall, 6-0 in conference play. You've won eight straight. Tulane having another big year with some big opportunities still ahead. Willie Fritz, my guest. Willie, really appreciate you. Great to have you back on the show. Thanks so much for doing that. Good luck this weekend. Thank you very much, Jim. Roll wave. Go wave. The green wave. Man, what a great story. He's done an amazing job in rebuilding that thing, developing a new standard. They're exciting. They're great. And when you're in New Orleans and you can be, quote, New Orleans' college team and have that kind of buzz, sellouts, a lot of energy, I love the job that he's done there. They're fun.